Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. It happens every night And I ain't never met a riverboat dealer That could ever be a friend of mine I have not the Summer heat never treats me kind It leaves trouble on my mind So I'm bidding farewell Putting in my notice And I'll see you at another time Sing. This highway Does not know my name And I don't care No Budget live, not so live from the low budget live bar and grill, bar and bunker. And this is low budget live, not so live for Friday. What? Friday? Friday, December 18th. And this is a very, very special edition LBL. I had, uh, I had mentioned this a while back that I want to start doing more and more and more with the podcast. And I finally, I've got the opportunity to do that. And so today, today's going to be a little different. As you all know, Biloxi Blues, it kicks off the song as a song, kicks off a song, kicks off the show is a song that I wrote. And I spent many, many years writing music, playing music all over um, the country and back, I feel like. And Met a lot of fantastic people. Have a lot of friends that have been very successful in the music world, and and I'm very fortunate to know them. And so, I want to feature more and more of them on this fine show. And uh, especially if you know if it ties in, they like the outdoors. It it makes it that much um, that much better. But gotta say, real fast before we jump into this, huge thanks. To the fine folks at Startron and Starbright kicking ethanol in the teeth since its inception and bringing you low budget life since its inception. So just like just 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 mates up perfectly. Uh, nothing ruins a great day on the water like an outboard engine that won't run. 
Put it in your chainsaw. Put it in your weed eater. Put it in your side-by-side. Put it in your boat right now while it's sitting in the garage because you're deer hunting. Make sure ethanol don't gum up the works right there. Get you some Startron. Also, the fine folks at Sims Fishing Products bringing you LBL and the traveling circus. And I'm here to remind all of you lowlifers, you get one life. Fish it well. And last but certainly not least, the official boat of the Low Budget Life program and the Traveling Circus Express Bass Boats out of Hot Springs, Arkansas, bringing you all that hot, high-performance goodness that you could ever want in a bass boat for a fraction of the cost, and you don't give up anything. Can't wait to walk downstairs from the LBL Bar and Grill, make a left-hand turn out into the shop, and boom! There sits a beautiful X21 Pro. Cannot wait. So got to thank those sponsors for bringing you LBL each and every single week. Twice this week. Twice. Two LBLs. Going to start doing more and more and more. 2021 as it rolls in here. And this was, uh, this is, uh, so I filmed this. uh, I'll set this up. This was on Zoom. We did this Zoom call just here earlier today. And this group, they're a, they're a duo. I met them, and of course we talk about all this, but I met them years ago. And, and they're two of my favorite people that I've ever ran across in all my travels, whether it be fishing or music. Amazing, amazingly talented people, great people. And uh, they, they just, they're, they're that working class musician just out there grinding it out playing shows writing a million songs and they've seen several of their friends you know quote make it big and there's all di- to me there's there's different definitions of making it in any any uh any situation of life but in music there's several different types of making it to me and I, and I think these guys would agree but uh, they've stayed after this dream for so long, and it was very interesting to me to talk to them about how COVID has affected them, how it's affected the music industry. Because I think that's something that, that maybe, you know, a lot of people don't think about. They're like, shut up and sing. We don't want to hear about that. Entertain me. You know, and it's really taken a toll on a lot of venues and, and damn sure a lot of artists uh, like these guys. So without further ado... For the first time ever, I can promise you, there are two live, not so live, performances from an amazing group in this interview. But go check it out right now. These are my buddies, Town. As I just mentioned, we have the band Town today right here, Mr. John Decius and Miss Stevie Steves. And I, like I said before... I've known these folks for a minute. A hot minute. A hot yeah, minute. Honestly, how long has it been? Because it's been a nine years. It's got to be close to that. Yeah. yeah. It's got to be close to that. And it's I want to say, you guys walked in over on Elm Hill one night, and I yep. was like, who in the hell are these superstars? <laughs> I did. Like, 
And I'm like small town dude up there, like singing my three songs, you know, thinking I'm getting rich and famous, not knowing how any of this crap works at all. And in and you got the cowboy hat on and the dang skinny, oh, wow. skinny jeans were brown. And Stevie's like leathered out with a tambourine. I'm like, oh, <laughs> hell, what have I gotten into up here? And then, and then you guys opened your mouths and I'm like, all right, I'm out. I, I don't belong in the city. <laughs> and then it was like you turn around and there's somebody else that's really good. And somebody, oh, and I'm like, God. I'm going back to selling boat parts and I may start a fishing podcast. But uh, thank you guys so much for joining me. This is awesome. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you, man. This is, I love this so much. This is awesome. And yeah. I was, we were just talking about Elm Hill Tavern just the other Elm day. Elm Hill. And yeah. that was, uh, that's, we, we did our very first show ever there. Yeah. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. So you were probably there at our first, first time we ever tried that shit. Yeah. So. Oh man. And that was in the days that you got, so you're no, you, you're, the band name is Town yep. with an E on the end for all of yep. you guys and gals out there not paying attention. There will be a quiz. Uh, these guys were known as the Devious Angels the first time I ever met them. I just knew them as John and Stevie, but yep. they also had that cool band name. You know, you're like, what are these? It's like <laughs> flames coming around them as they come in the door of the smoky bar we're hanging out in. Yeah. And, uh, and, and truly, getting to know these folks, great people, first of all, but just amazing musicians and songwriters that just love to tell stories through music. And that's what I wanted to talk about with y'all today. You've got your awesome album that you just released about what? It's been out a month. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's been out a month uh, on all the digital everythings. It's kind of been... uh, On vinyl too. Yeah, there's the vinyl of it. Yeah. It's been a long story with this. It was uh, supposed to be out everywhere much, much sooner, but obviously with... 2020 uh we had to just kind of go on the fly and figure it out so we've been trying to navigate this just like everyone else it's been interesting i mean i yeah we we had all intentions of touring very heavily uh this year and then putting out the album like right after summer probably yeah um and then yeah that that did not happen (laughs) (laughs) when you talk about navigating those waters 2020 is obviously for everybody, no matter what industry you're in, for the most part, people have all just had to readapt, you know, figure out what's going on. But when your livelihood comes from mainly like, like, look, let's just be, call it what it is. The music industry, it's very hard to make a living in these days anyways. Yeah. And a bulk of your income is always going to come from live performances or selling merch or, you know, because a lot of people go, oh man, you got this big song or it gets this many hits on YouTube. Man, you guys are killing it. Spotify. That's awesome. But that's not necessarily the case, right? It's, it's more about the live shows. Yeah. I mean, especially for us, it is all about the live shows. We know we've been doing this for so long, but we're still a a brand new band, you know, um, because nobody's heard of us, you know, yet. (laughs) So that was our big, uh, our biggest goal was to tour as much as possible and, you know, gain as many fans and, you know, uh, gain some traction so that we could put the album out and it had some good support, you know, behind it. Um, and that is truly our, that is our bread and butter, like hands down the live performances, 
you know, like you say, Elm Hill, it, nothing's changed, you know, really. Oh, so, I know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just gotten better. <laughs> it's always just been us up there just trying to convince people uh, that we know what we're doing. <laughs> well, the whole thing with, with a band and making money, not not that I've got like the best idea of how it goes, <laughs> but I've, I've had a little bit of luck. And it's, you know, you got to eventually you get your shit together enough to like really like give it a, a good try. Yes. And, and 2020 was like, like really what happened at the end of 2018, we got together and said, okay, look, if we're going to keep doing this, we need to make a record that sounds exactly pretty much like our live show. Cause that's what yes. people are gravitating to. So mm-hmm. let's do that, put it out and all this. And I was like, if, if we do all these things, the rest of the dice will, or the dominoes. dominoes will fall in place. And sure enough, we made a record that sounds basically what our live show sounds like. We got a booking agent. Shit was about to be popping. <laughs> like we yeah. were already on the road, pretty steady from end of December till March. Yeah. And so all of that had happened. And um, and we were starting to make, a, you know, more, not a lot of money yet, but we were on the right track to where we'd at least be able to... Uh, Pay an electric bill. Yes. To, yeah. uh, I always say we'd at least be able Step to go to Thanksgiving and like hold our head a little bit higher than <laughs> we have the last decade or so. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> I feel that. You know I understand I mean? it. Trust and, me. And, and, yeah, and yeah. then the whole uh, pandemic thing kind of shut that down. And But luckily, we didn't have to go to Thanksgiving. So there's that. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have to talk about our Bonus. sorrows. Well, and it's like whenever I would have you know, cause I, I, I never hit it as hard as you guys, but I, I tried the music thing for a long time and I'm, oh, I'm still trying, I'm still writing. Yeah. You just never know, yeah. but it's like, it is such a grind and you never know when that moment is. And I know for you guys, you've had, and Stevie, I wanted to correct you on something because you don't give yourself enough credit and you say, well, nobody knows us. <laughs> nobody knows us. Well, like there have been these moments where some very impressive people have known you guys and have recognized what talents you are. And you've had these moments where, and I know you guys and, and myself included, you think that's it. Yeah. It's like you talk about this year, you've got the booking agent, you're ready to go. Yeah. And then, and then things change or yeah. something doesn't pan out. And that is, don't you think that that is a very typical music industry, music world story that maybe doesn't get told as much? Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, especially, I, I'm sure, I don't know other industries quite like I know music, but I have to guess that the music industry has changed more times, like fund, fundamentally changed over the last 20 years, just like from when I started, you know, I was like what, 18, and so, you know, it was like 16, 17 years ago, and like the from the time I was really hitting it hard, like I'm talking basic fundamental ways of how you make money completely changed. Mm-hmm. So, and, and this is just like another one of those things. So, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. as hard as it hits, it's like, okay, well, I guess we just have to adjust again, but like how many more times <laughs> until like we get some stable ground. Right. And I don't want to discredit, you know, like the fans that we do have oh, are, has just been so supportive and so amazing but like here's the difference between okay you know in my brain 
how I always kind of viewed it was like, okay, the more fans, the better we are, mostly because it's not like having a bakery, right? Where you get a customer that, a repeat customer, right? Comes in, oh, I love this, I love this donut. And then they come in the next day, and then they bring their friends. That's what shows are for. That's know? right. So once you buy my album, so let's say 400 people have our album. I am so incredibly grateful for that. But now they have the album. <laughs> now what? And now what? Yeah. You know, so the shows are meant for just, you know, it's it's not like the like like a bakery or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's like you can't keep going and get something yeah. different. I mean, we try to push out as much content as we can and, and we, we're writing songs all the time, but like this is our one, this is our donut. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. This and you it. gotta hope that somebody brings a dozen friends with them. Exactly. You know, next time they get to see a town show. Are you guys right. hearing, like, from your booking agent? Is, are there, I mean, and I know nobody technically knows, but are there plans for, like, if, if if we get this vaccine going, because it sounds like that could potentially happen, maybe get some confidence in, in people again, to, and maybe help some of these venues out and the artists at the same time, because that's something that doesn't get some of these small venues that are key to a lot of people, yourselves yeah. included, these small clubs where everybody plays a lot, they're struggling too. I mean, oh, yeah. so yeah. are we hearing, I mean, is there light at the end of this tunnel at all yet? Is there a plan? Like, are they telling you, hey guys, we think we can get you back out there maybe June 1st, maybe March 1st, maybe anything like that? You know, honestly, we haven't heard any news. I think the booking agents are just as lost as, the rest of us, you know, I mean, we're hopeful. I think we're, we're always hopeful for like, you know, think things to get back in some kind of, you know, normal direction. Um, but we can't even think about that because we have to literally like every single day is just like, okay, what can we do today? Because mm -hmm. we don't know if the venues will be open well, and at what capacity and and once they do open, will they? Will we even get into well, them? You know, yeah. yeah. Well, who's to say they're going to be in business? I was like, yeah. that, that's, that's that's a, a lot. That's part. a lot of confidence that I don't know that I have. Yeah. And uh, and that's where everybody's like, oh no, they'll all everything will be back open. And I'm like, it says who? Yeah. <laughs> it's like they Their money. bank accounts might not are, say that. That's crazy? the scary part. Like it's and easy so, to say, oh, I don't go back to normal, but I, I mean. Who knows? Uh, yeah. And so that's kind of where we have to get creative. And, um, and Stevie had this incredible idea last uh, spring where she was wanting to play campgrounds mm -hmm. and you know, basically you go to the crowds. And so I think we're, and so we didn't do it then, obviously that was like at the beginning of the virus and, you know, you don't, you don't really know what to do. You're kind of just handcuffed. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think that's what we're going to do. We're, uh, well, we're, we don't think we know. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, so. we're, we're rolling down to Florida in January. And we're just gonna go after it. Yeah, <laughs> I love Basically, it. Yeah, we're just gonna go busking at some uh, KOAs and whatever. Well, here's the thing: like in the fishing world, like fishing tournaments are happening. Like the big tournament trails, they really had to reorganize how they do things. But they got they were one of the only sporting events called you know professional events. They finished their seasons without doing it in a bubble. Like they they had to be careful. There weren't as many. People allowed at the on-site events and things, but they're they're trudging ahead now going into next year. And I think 
seeing that people and people sh- would show up at these weigh-ins and these different events, seeing that like people have to be craving live music. Like I know I like I concerts to me, mm-hmm. like I, I told Marissa the other night, like it's truly like it's it's my it's my love, it's my church, it's my it's so many things to yeah. me. And I haven't got to see anybody in so long, obviously. I'm just going to get to see the Black Crows this summer, so screw you. <laughs> you know, and uh, for the however many time. But, you know, damn it, they were back together again. For five yeah. Uh, but <laughs> but I haven't seen it. So I know there's got to be so many people in that boat. So if you're there and you guys with your amazing talent, like, people are going to pay attention. I mean, that's just, it's, and, and I love the fact that you're like, we're doing it. We're oh, going to yeah. do it. We're doing it. I mean, like, you know, this year, actually, I just got back from, uh, because we couldn't do Thanksgiving. I was like, oh, we're just, I love to camp. I'm an outdoors girl. Okay. Yeah. So we went to Arkansas because um, my boyfriend really wanted to catch some walleye for because we I can't really this. do that here in yeah. Um, But so we went there and we just really roughed it for uh, quite a while in very in cold weather. <laughs> um, but I noticed, I'm like, you know, the campgrounds, they're at half capacity. There's not a lot of people there, but we were so bored after five o'clock, you know, the sun's down, we're sitting there. It is like, you can just hear the crickets. And like, it was so cold. Nobody was like, you know, doing anything. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of went, Oh man, I wish, you know, I wish John was here. We could just start playing some music, at least give that part of ourselves yeah. Cause I need to do that. But while I was sitting there, I was like, I wish somebody would just start playing a guitar at the campground next to, or, you know, the campsite next to us because we needed something to do. I would have loved that. I mean, I would have been overwhelmed with emotion if that had happened, you know, I probably would have started just crying and you know, cause I need it. I just, yeah. you know, I need to give it, I need to receive it. It's just like, that's just part of every bit of my life. So yeah, I definitely, uh, definitely, I don't know what the question was. I went completely off topic, didn't I? But, uh, no, just, no, the, I said you're just kind of an idea. Yeah, that you yeah, had. yeah, yeah. But, I, you know, I get it. Yeah, I'm, we're ready. And I'm, I've got all the things you could possibly need to, to have a good camping um, yes. situation. So. She is a pro camper, and I'm the guy that like sleeps in the van because I'm like, <laughs> screw this. Why would I sleep on the ground? Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> kind of me. And I know I'm an outdoors dude, and yeah. I'm going to get killed in the comments for even saying this. But yeah, I'm more of a glamper. You know, uh, like yeah. we roll in with an RV, I'm your guy. Like, yeah. if we're like, hey, Luke, uh, it's cold. Here's a tent. I'm like, yeah. we didn't have another option. Yeah. Like, this yeah. is our only option. Now, are you, are you, yeah. Are you uh like are you in the tent? What what are you doing, Stevie? When you're when Oh yeah. Well when we were in Arkansas, I had a summer tent. So it was just a vented there was oh. it got down to thirty-three degrees um at night. But my my sleeping bag is, is pretty great. It's like Arctic approved, okay. you know. So like uh but yeah, it got really cold and I was like, what were, what were we thinking? You know, but at the same time, I love it. Like it was, um, I mean, it was a change of, you know, atmosphere. That's for sure. <laughs> it's, beautiful. it's beautiful out there. And you guys were on Washita, right? Lake Washita. Um, yes. Oh yeah. my gosh. That it's just beautiful. It's, it's amazing. I was totally mesmerized and blown away every time I put, 
like a pole in the water, man. I got something different. Like, oh every, yeah. It's yeah. Cool. It was just like every single time, you know, I'm like, wow, this place, this thing is like just packed with all different kinds of yeah. fish. One, one of my best friends in 2015, we had a, a tournament out there called the Forestwood Cup. He won a half million dollars on that lake. Are you serious? <laughs> he did. He did. He took Brad Knight, one of my one of my know. what if we do it? <laughs> one of my closest friends uh in, in in the world. He lives up in East Tennessee, great professional bass angler. But yeah, that's where his life like he had been struggling with tournaments and and qualified for that tournament and won the damn thing on Lake Washtenaw half million dollars. Good for him. That's <laughs> yeah. amazing. Because you know, people great. don't I mean I get the benefits of fishing a lot because my boyfriend is a fishing guide when he's not touring himself. So I, I fish all the time and like, you know, people are like, Oh, you know, it's just so easy. And it's really not easy. No. It's not. I no. mean, it's only easy for me because uh, he does everything for me, you know, like, you know, I mean, <laughs> I just, I know how to reel them in. That's about it. But um, I do enjoy it. But yeah, it's a, it's hard. It is not easy to do. Now you catch a lot of hybrids and like stripers, right? That's what you guys fish right. for the most. Yeah, that's right. That's what. That's my favorite. That's that's my favorite thing to eat. Yeah. 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 Those walleye. Did you catch walleye? Well, uh, yeah, we did, but we didn't get to. We for for good measure for good luck the next time we we didn't keep them and eat released them. them. That's yeah. the best freshwater fish I've ever had. I, it is honestly. Yeah, they're they're delicious. Because I don't get to catch them and eat them, uh, I can't really say that they're my favorite. Um, just because I don't I don't prepare them or anything, so yeah. I've always had them made for me, cooked <laughs> for me. But um, but yeah, I'd love to I'd love to get a good recipe on. on so. So I have to say, because I feel like people are, and this is the always the town question, and I feel like this is very cliche to have to ask, but you know what? We got to throw it out there. You guys and gals out there noticing, Stevie's mentioning her boyfriend. No, John's not her boyfriend. Nope, not, not anymore. Not, <laughs> and not anymore. anymore. See, there we go. That's what I was looking for. That is, this is where this gets, a, this gets tricky. This gets tricky. So talk about navigating a band. With well, X. <laughs> just like any other two crazy people, we decided, well, we can't be together, so I guess we'll just have to live in a van together. Yeah, you know. <laughs> exactly. And, you know. Let's go play music at campground. I can't stand you in this relationship. Let's go sing for campers. Yeah. It's a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I tell you what, Luke, we got so lucky, uh, obviously, because, you know, I can't imagine. I've, I've you know, dated I've had some pretty serious relationships in my life and I couldn't imagine being in a band with any of those guys ever. You couldn't pay me to do that. But with John, I think from almost from the very beginning, we both knew, I mean, music was what brought us together first of all, but we were just so gosh, I mean, just so stubborn about, I mean, the music came first relationship came so last and there was just really no point in trying to, pursue both uh, I feel like one was gonna lose out big time and so we thought you know John always says uh, I didn't travel uh 600 miles to uh to get married to get married yeah, and- like she moved from Pittsburgh and I'm like you didn't have to come to Nashville to get married yeah, uh, you yeah. know you could have literally just stayed there so I'm glad that we had, we were both pretty it was just a mutual thing it was like we want to do we we both came from bands we both came from you know, I mean, music was our 
first love and we wanted to keep it that way. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, and for me, um, you know, you always kind of know when you got a, a good thing um, in music, whether you're in a band or what, cause I, I've been in a lot of bands and uh, some of them are pretty good, but uh, when you think about longevity, you know, being in a, in a band period is more about the hang than it is the music. Always. Right. Whether you're yeah. on the road, yeah. whether you're dumb just, inside jokes, it's, it's the, yeah. yeah, it's 23 hours a day of just hanging and then an hour of work. Yeah. But it's like, you know, I don't care how good your or great your band is. If you can't hang for those 23, it's going to suck. Yeah, it's going to be know, miserable. It's gonna be, I, you know, I've got buddies who make a great living that hate their lives, and, you know, because they hate <laughs> their band. But, you know, they, yeah, they make a ton of money doing it. You know, they've done it long enough. But, you know, they're, I just want to quit every day. And you're like, damn, like, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. Like, but you you find someone that you can hang with that you do have a good thing going with and uh you just it's it's worth sticking with you know and when you're just best friends with the with the person and uh you can bitch each other out and like not you know leave one or the other at the truck stop that's that's saying (laughs) something you know just move on move on to the next thing it's almost like a sibling thing it's a family thing you just get it off your chest and roll on yeah. Do you yeah. guys have those moments that much? Like when you yeah, okay. when you are traveling, you do have those like. Hey, did, I, did I mention that we're exes? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> oh yeah, touche. Well, <laughs> no, it. But it's so funny because like at this point, after a decade of of working together and doing music together, I mean, I could. We all have our moods, you know. I I I will say that I am probably more moody than he is. <laughs> Um, you look. You looked at me like you wanted some backup there, John, and I'm just rolling. With it. <laughs> yeah. I figured it was John. Hey, I'm yeah. admitting it. I'm taking full responsibility. Okay. I am definitely. I've got. I've got my moods, and um, there are days where I mean, I will just bitch him out, and for no reason. <laughs> and he. That's what he does. He starts laughing at me, and yeah. it's the best thing. He doesn't take it. Per- we just don't take it personal. You know, it's like yeah. because yeah. there's nothing. There's just, you know, there's nothing to break. There's, you know what I mean? Like, there's just no. Well, there's nothing that I could say to you or you could say to me that I haven't heard or you haven't heard. You know what I mean? Like, once (laughs) you say the worst shit to somebody, it's like. Yeah, it's over. And and, and it didn't, like, break it apart then. It's like, okay, I'll probably just stick with. Yeah, we'll just. Like, John's having a bad day. Stevie's having a bad day. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, so, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's awesome. Honestly, and to build something with somebody that is like family is way, way more fulfilling than the alternative. Uh, oh, just yeah. with, you know, like some other, you know, you know, sort of buddies that are you play music well with. It's like that's fine too, sort of, mm-hmm. but uh, not near as fulfilling or as rewarding. So this is well. Yeah. I got to think, and and you see this a lot in Nashville. If you're a solo, or, or you guys being a duo, you have a big song, big record deal, they put a band behind you. Hey, we put a band together for you. That You see that crap all, it may be used to more than you do now, I guess, because I, I think things have changed some, mm-hmm. a little bit, but can you imagine being that and like Luke Duncan, and then they give you a band, how, how weird that would feel. You're out on the road having 
if you, you know, you get yeah. successful in that situation, it'd be weird sharing that with people that are essentially strangers. It, yeah. I mean, yeah, thank, now, thank God that those exist. Cause some of, you know, those that are closest to us are, you know, are those higher bands. Yeah. Same here. I got, I got yeah. friends that do it. It's a, it's yeah. a good time to saying it would be a very strange situation to be in. I think Yeah. And, early on anyways, you know, yeah. and I think, over time, the road will make you either break you or make you love and hate each other. So you probably feel at the end of a tour like a family. I, I have no doubt. But I, I, I'm just saying with you guys, a decade in, whenever that number one song hits, <laughs> that day is going to feel like nothing I could ever even imagine in my life. You know, you know, I'm going to feel like I was there because I've been pulling for that number one song since the first the train since Elm Hill. But hey, yeah. listen, you guys played the, the Middle Tennessee District Fair in Lawrenceburg, Tennessee, and I may or may not have been the booking agent. Yeah. So I think I think we did it twice. And when That's you guys fair. play the Ryman, I, will never I better forget. be backstage. Yeah. I will never forget the three people that were in the crowd. <laughs> You were one of them. While the guy, while the, the heckler, the the clown, yeah. um, the, dunk, the dunk tank, the dunk tank was clown. booing us, <laughs> <laughs> and it was raining. And Luke took us to a Mexican restaurant before, yeah. and so we're both burping the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> burping? Oh, we were doing more than yeah. burping. Yeah. I, we were. It was like. Oh, oh yeah. Day I will never forget because I was like, was it can time. only go up from here, and not not. I'm not. No, listen, uh, I get it. Fair, because I love fairs, but I'm saying it was raining. And I mean, nobody. <laughs> the heckler clown was a lot. The heckler clown was literally was right across from us. We were not, we were just gassy as all. I mean, it was like, get <laughs> off. We didn't want to be on the stage. Poor, poor we Marissa, Dalt Mexican was a good idea. We blame her. Hey, it, it, it again, it could, it, if, if, if there was like, you know, a thousand. Are you telling me that's your worst gig? Like that, that's no, it? No. Come no, on. No, 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 Speaking no. of Mexican restaurants. You want to hear about a bad gig? I'm, don't I do. Don't where it was. So. We played a Mexican restaurant in a basement. They didn't, <laughs> I think they forgot they booked us. And they said, oh yeah, go downstairs. Downstairs was empty. Lights were off. And. Uh, we could have left and took the money, probably. They wouldn't even But we have. just practiced. But we, went, we just went down in the basement Paper. to nobody. Like, not one person. Not, e not even the not bartender one. showed up. And we just played for three hours. <laughs> just just like you would have been at the, you're at home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, but it was great. Yeah, we, we and it really, that particular gig was kind of great because we got paid but we were on the road and it was like a wednesday night so yeah. we you know there was, yeah you're yeah. not expecting a lot anyway yeah so uh yeah so we played the basement of a mexican restaurant and it was we just had a it was an interesting time it was interesting. so yeah but the Lawrenceburg fair any yeah now that was like madison square garden remember when we played at the the fair, that fair, I'm pretty sure. But that particular time, we were outside. They put us on the and they accidentally derby. put us on the derby speakers yes. or whatever it was that was going on in the. the so we could hear that. I was like, we were singing, you know, some song. whatever, what some song, and we were probably singing "Hillbilly Bills." Luke, you know, what right. we're going to get there. We're going to get yeah. there. So we're singing greatest hit. I can hear the echo, and I'm like, what's going on? And there, I mean, later on, we found out that they accidentally <laughs> put 
our sound. <laughs> on the arena, because they, they were having the demolition the derby. And, uh, and maybe they had to stop, like, you know, they had to like have the fire truck out to hose down a car or something. Yeah. I don't and know. yeah, we were on the loudspeaker for the demolition derby. Yeah, you didn't it know it. Funny. Billy Bills just out oh, there yeah. blaring. I think bad gigs unify all artists. I don't care if it's like the Stones, which well, the Stones probably don't have haven't had a bad gig in a while. If but do, it's a bad example. They okay. don't remember it. If they, they don't remember it. Uh, too many stadium gigs in between yeah. for Mick yeah. and the Boys. But I will say those stories you, from every musician you know that can still remember them. That's what brings everybody together. I had a good one this week, and I just I got to tie it in. I've got a sponsor of the show, Startron, that makes like this fuel treatment. And the sponsor, engines, it kicks it in the teeth. Yeah, that's right. Kicks it in the teeth right there. I, I know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So John, John is on it. John is on it. Startron, I'm calling you Greg Dornow. You better sponsor their next tour. He loves music. So they want us to come down and play. Shannon Wheeler and I, a good friend of mine, plays fiddles. Amazing, amazing bluegrass fiddler. We go down and it's in Montgomery, Alabama, and they got 170 employees. They roll them out for this luncheon. And y'all know, y'all have done this for way longer than I have, but those are good ideas on paper sometimes, right? Like, hey, we're going to have live music for our employees that have been working their ass off all day, and they're going to love it. Yeah. Well, you know, country music's not everybody's gig, and... My kind of country music's not everybody's gig, and I get that. It's not everybody's deal. I swear to y'all, had this big spread of food, amazing lunch. I got us set up in front of the loading dock. We're do, we're doing our deal. Yeah. Well, hey, hey, we're gonna open with a little Biloxi Blues. Y'all may know it from the podcast or whatever I said. Yeah. You know, something stupid, feeling like I'm at the Ryman. I'm not. <laughs> so, crickets, of course, and 170 folks turning around like this. Yeah. They started folding the tables up for the second song. (laughs) We were supposed to, listen, the employees, I came home and told Marissa, so you ought to found out 170 people would rather breathe in chemicals at a chemical plant than listen to my ass. (laughs) There were several that stayed out there and had a big time, but it was so funny. Shannon goes, hey, man, how long are we supposed to do this? (laughs) Not much longer. <laughs> Man, you know, the trick that I've found is the, to make it through those gigs is that uh, I, as long as I'm having fun. That's like, it. I, it's all, it, it's all it. so like once you reach the point where you're like, okay, the crowd is kind of a lost cause. So the best that I can do is to have myself a good time. And then if there's anybody at all out there, Maybe they'll have yeah. a good time when they see me and Stevie having a good time together, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. and you just have to turn them off, and uh, that's about the well, best you can do. <laughs> we were in an industrial park, yeah. so I was just shouting out all the other, you know, all the other companies, <laughs> hoping they were having a time. Hey, anybody over there like this? That's good. That's Nothing. Good just had, you know, you know just next, kept pumping. Luke Duncan, follow me on Instagram. Yep. See you guys. Next you know? time we'll, we'll right. get a clown in a dunk tank, set a cup across, <laughs> and we'll uh, we'll give you the full a heckling clown. <laughs> That's the key to that. Not just a clown, a heckling clown with terrible. Tr- He's a savage. I that love clown. it because who else has that story? <laughs> who else has that story? <laughs> that is truly. I forgot. I didn't forget about you guys being there. I forgot about the uh, the rain. 
And yeah, no people right. in the in the damn clown. <laughs> I was so excited just yeah. you guys were here. I remember going to dinner. And I remember like the next night David Nail played uh-huh. out where they did the demo derby. And uh, because there's a picture in our house, Marissa's got her, she's got her Devious Angels shirt on. <laughs> yeah. And then I, buying merch, just out here buying merch. Vintage. So I want to, I want vintage, vintage <laughs> tea. So I want to ask you guys this, and then I'm going to beg and plead that we get some town music played on Low Budget Live. Yeah. So I want to know this just because, I feel like right now, for whatever reason, people are really, there's a ton of albums coming out, which is strange because, like you said, normally you've got a big tour to follow. You know what I mean? Like Stapleton, who doesn't need that necessarily anymore, but he releases this album, can't do anything with it. Who knows for how long? Beautiful record, but Taylor Swift dropped like a surprise one. Sturgill Simpson has these two bluegrass albums that are amazing. But I was going to ask you guys, all the new music coming out, besides the town album, mm-hmm. what are you listening to right now, like new music-wise? Go ahead, John. This is more you, because so, I'm like a hermit. Yeah, I don't, I don't she's listen still, to anything. She's still listening to, like, Bob Seger. Working uh, <laughs> on uh, yeah. <laughs> you are. I don't listen. To, well, yeah, you do. <laughs> I have his records, but I don't listen to them. Um, no, nah, man, I've been digging into uh, just uh, what two days ago or a couple days ago that new Sturgill came out. Uh, God, I love it, and uh, that hobo cartoon, so beautiful. And oh. you know, I've been reading these reviews, and everybody's like, "Oh yeah, I mean, I guess it's cool." Yeah, he wrote it with Haggard, and I'm like, like "That's one of the best songs <laughs> on the record." Like. By far. It's not a novelty thing, but that whole record is, I love it. And I love it a lot more than the first uh, Cutting Grass. I mean, and I like that too. Yeah. I felt like this was much more of like an album. And I felt like. For sure. Yeah. I felt like volume one was like, hey, I told y'all I'd make this. this So we did it. Y'all raised the money. And I felt like a little bit more thought got put into volume two. Because, I mean, it is amazing. It's, yeah, it is. It yeah. is. And I love and I loved one. Like one came out uh around it was like the year anniversary of my mom passing away. Uh-huh. And I go and I go hiking all the time and running. And that album, for whatever reason, when it came out, like I remember running through the woods one more. It's just it's beautiful. Like it and bluegrass is in general, but his songs, his songwriting so great anyways. But like that first that first volume, like all around you and just let go, like all those songs around that time, I was like, okay, this is a special one. Yeah. All right, I'm, yeah. But this new one, you're right. It has that feel of it's a true album. Like it, yeah. Not forced. It's just Right. It could be or, the soundtrack to your... Yeah, 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 absolutely. And that Hobo cartoon song is... And I didn't realize he wrote it with Haggard until I read that. Yeah. Somebody was kind of going, eh, yeah, on Twitter. Yeah, That's like, kind of cool. Like, what I'm more like, do what? you want out of a song? Like, yeah. It is a perfect song. It, it, it is. And and I love... And I saw, John, you tweet that you liked that Sound and Fury album, which I did too. Oh, like, God, I, I loved it. I, I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. Uh, a good friend of mine called it a, di- he called it, he's like, what is this disco rodeo? What the hell is this? <laughs> and I'm like, it's awesome. I mean, it just shows his, I mean, first willingness to take chances, but, but yeah. I mean, it kind of blew him up a little bit though. Like people were pissed, like yeah. walking out of shows, whatever. And now yeah. I think he's turning it around, you know, uh, slowly I, I, but surely. 
I see all of these Kentucky artists kind of blowing up and uh, I'm from Kentucky as well. Yeah. Right around the same with like Tyler and, and Chris and Sturgill and all that. Like we're kind of all right over here in that little area. And what I see a lot of, not so much with Tyler, cause he's always kind of done that thing. But, you know, Chris with the Johnson brothers, which is a That's right. rock band. That's and right. Virgil and like, like we all grew up wanting to get the hell out of Appalachia. Yep. Right. You know, you can, you can paint it however you want. You talk about bluegrass, every community event I went to growing up had uh, clog dancers and bluegrass yep. music. And I hated it. I was like, yeah. this is the lamest shit. Ever. You want to get away I, from it. I want to be in Guns N' Roses. Yeah. That, that's what I wanted to yeah. be. And, uh, and obviously you come back around to it or I have, and obviously they have as well as they've grown older, but, um, all of the influences, we're all about the same age. We were all into Nirvana. We were all into Guns N' Roses. And, uh, to think that you're just going to make music, uh, that fits a particular thing. I mean, being from, I guess anywhere probably, but especially that little Appalachia region, all you want to do is get out because yeah. when we were growing up, there was nothing. I mean, yeah. nothing. Uh, so you, all you dreamed about was just leaving and uh, you're getting as far, far as you can from bluegrass. So I, I, can, I see a lot where Sturgill's coming from where he's making just these w- wild sounding records. Yes. But they're all, the songwriting is so it's simple. Cur- yeah. If you take that synth off of it, that's what I said. If you take all this sound and like this production, yeah, every one of his fans will be like, Do you hear that new Sturgill record? Yeah. Badass, throw some pedal steel on there, some yeah. telly, they'd be losing their mind over the same yeah. exact song. That's yeah. why I hope, like, and I hope there's a another volume of this yeah. bluegrass stuff to come where he covers, like, do those, yeah, break them down and make everybody go, Oh, those are those are not so bad yeah. because you never gave them a chance, you know. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so Stevie, you're listening to Seeger, and uh, John's well, listening to Surge. Uh, he's just, yeah, I don't know. Honestly, to be honest, I I have not. It's just been a weird year for me. I, I have it. not really listened to anything new. I've spent most of my time revisiting things I never really got a chance to listen to because we were so busy with yeah. uh, being on the road and I mean we were rehearsing you know three times a week and being on the road for the other part so I never really listened to music we always listen to the whatever the guys want to listen to on the road um that's a dig in case you missed that oh I know I, I caught it I caught it but I threw it right back <laughs> hey well my rule is if, if you're driving you can pick the radio station um, Guess who doesn't drive? <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't be sitting here if I was driving. <laughs> no, because we'd still be we'd coming still back be. from the last damn show. She drives <laughs> like a grandmother. What? Well, what have you revisited then? I need. I need. This is. This okay, is. So you know, here here's what's crazy is, uh, so I have been a Brandy Carlisle fan literally yes. like forever i mean like since when she came out with the story i knew that that existed before anyone else did because i remember seeing her play it live on something i think it was like maybe on vh1 or something when that was still on but anyway she played it and i was like oh my gosh 
I Gotta Learn That Song. And it had not even, like, come out yet. So I was, like, such a big fan of hers. Fast forward, like, I met John. He had no clue who Brandy Carlisle was. Yeah. So I got to introduce him to somebody that, I mean, that's probably one of the only artists you had never, you, you're, like, the king of knowing everybody and all the liner notes and all that stuff. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I, Brandy Carlisle, man, like, uh, I have been listening. She did a live. I can't even remember the record now unless it was in front of me, but I just listened to this yesterday. It was her live at a uh, crap. I'd have to look it up. That was that like Seattle thing with the symphon, like with yes. the symphony. Oh, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. Is it, I mean, it's so good. I'm just like in tears. I'm like this, this person, thank God I lived while she did because i'm like that's just cool i mean her voice is an instrument she is uh, so good at what she does and those brothers that back her up yeah. those harmonies the man, twins they, yeah i mean you just can't it doesn't get better than that that one yeah. album bear, bear creek bear that creek. one is that's what i was gonna say that yeah. that one's great like i'm just like this is just the best shit ever i can literally listen to this for the rest of my life and be totally cool you know I, like this i is saw her shoot it's been a long time ago but i saw her open for ray lamontaine at the oh, tabernacle wow. in atlanta and ray ray had just came out it was like their first album and i drove over there to see him with a friend of mine and she opened on acoustic mm-hmm. and she closed with her version of cohen's hallelujah yeah oh, geez Oops. and and i cried like i cried like i was like i'm not bashful to yeah. say like I just yeah. sat there in the upper deck, just like, <laughs> what is happening right now? This lady is amazing. Yeah, but so nobody cool. knew who she was then. So I, I looked her up and I think there were like some deal from like a radio station in Seattle on iTunes that you could get of mm-hmm. hers, but she didn't really have like an, a, an album. I think it was about to come out. And so fast forward, like a couple years later, she still wasn't like this household name. It was before the story and all that stuff. But I went to see her one night by myself at the exit in. Uh-huh. And I hope I don't offend anybody with this story. And I mean, no <laughs> offense to anyone. But I look around and like, I'm the only dude there, right? Yeah. And I'm like, all right. I mean, yeah. yeah. Brandy Carlisle show. This is cool. I'm, what's up, ladies? Yeah. I dig Brandy <laughs> too. I'm interested, Luke. <laughs> and I started noticing that, uh, they all showed up with each other, and I yeah. was like, "Cool, hey, right on!" Hey. Representing, yeah, yeah, and I didn't, yeah. and I didn't realize that she like this entire movement. That she means so much to so many people, and yes. this was when she was so small, man. Like she was nothing of this juggernaut, Grammy winning, like guest on so many albums. Even like she was on Dirk's, you know, his last oh, album. Yeah, every she, you know. Just did absolutely the, obsessed. Oh yeah, the high, the high, what it was, the high women, oh, the yeah. high, high women, yeah, yeah. So hard to say for a redneck, but uh, <laughs> I mean, that's you know, going back to like how weird the music industry is. Yeah, I went and saw her well, like three or four yeah, years you ago. Didn't take me, I've never seen her. Well, her. you guys have broken up, so don't worry yeah, about yeah, it. No, exactly. no, no. You were probably fishing. You know what? He he brought back a blanket. I did. I, I her got her a blanket. It was a throw yeah. rug. Yeah, like a throw blanket. I was like, thanks, man. You know, he's like, like at the last minute, he calls me and he's like, ah, oh, where did she perform? 
at the pageant in St. Louis. St. Louis. The only reason I went last minute. Our I was friend, so mad. Our friend Anderson East was opening yeah. for her on oh, the okay. tour. And so I said, okay, well, you know, uh, I'll I'll go and you know, really just, you know, I'll see both shows. And I was excited to see Brandy and thinking that it was just I didn't know what to expect. But like Bear Creek had already been out, you know, like Christopherson was in the video. I'm like, oh, it's gonna be pandemonium. <laughs> but like I, it might have been sold out. I don't think so. I mean, mm-hmm. but yes, yeah, same situation you had with ex- Exodent. And I'm like, how is not everybody in St. Louis here right now? Mm-hmm. Like, to see how incredible she is. And then, you know, it was just a couple of years later to where, you know, really took off for her. But like, she, she'd she been amazing for like 15 years at that point. Yes. And like, she'd been in the, pu- or in the consciousness, like putting out records. And it's like, how how is this just not pandemonium in here? And why is it only like all women here? Like, you yeah. Know, yeah. She's well, she's finally getting, she's getting her due now. And I'm, deserves, you yeah. know, if anybody, there's happy. nobody who deserves it more than Brandy Carlisle. No, uh, she's, she's amazing. She's, so actually, that's what, she's my go-to. I listen that's to her. Your go-to. I mean, all of her stuff. I am just absolutely obsessed with, she can do no wrong. Um, She's phenomenal. And her writing, she's so honest with her writing and like how she's, how she develops her writing. When Bear Creek came out, she was very like, you know, I really wanted to get better at country Mm -hmm. and she really wanted to dig deep and and get um, a little more rusty, you know, with her words. And uh, that doesn't really make sense, but it makes sense to me. (laughs) Yeah. Um, you know, she wanted it to just have some, I don't know, more, more layers, you know? And, uh, yeah, and it's just so good. And I'm just, I'm just proud of her. I don't, I know, <laughs> you know, like, I, she's like I, my sister or something. I don't, I don't know her from Eve, but then I'm proud of her. I'm so proud. Well, joining us Brandy. now, Low Budget Live, Brandy Carla. <laughs> hang, hang on a second. On the Startron Hotline. Right. No, I was, I was. All right, well, speaking of good, good, good albums... Let's yes. hear something from In the Between. Let's, in Let's the do in that. Between. Let's hear it. In the In Between. Let's hear it. Let's see. I'm Let's going to try to make this microphone uh, a little bit better placed. And I would like to apologize for anybody listening to this. Uh, if my microphone sounds muddy or if none of the audio is good, because we don't know. You know what? We're figuring <laughs> it out as we go, out. damn it. We're, we're if it doesn't second. work, guess what? We're going to do it again another Amen. time. Sooner than later. That's right. Do you want to do Don't Say Goodbye? Yeah. Okay. Yes, yes right. we do. I've been like embarrassingly coughing through this whole interview because your heater is jacked up to Jesus in Damn here. Damn right it is. <laughs> I'm still in that for a hook, by the way. Jacked, jacked, up, jacked to up to Jesus. Jacked up to Jesus. So this is a song called uh, Don't Say Goodbye. Yeah. And it goes like this. I don't want to ask because I don't 
wanna know who stole your heart, who drove it home. If you ever love me, do me a favor, don't say goodbye, say, don't say goodbye. I can't help but wonder how long it's been going on. I wonder, would it help if I said everything's my fault? Cause if this is the last time, the last time that I look in your eyes, I don't want to ask cause I don't want to know who stole your heart, who drove it home, if you ever know me. Do me a favor, don't say goodbye, say, don't say goodbye, don't say goodbye. If you ever love me, do me a favor, don't Say goodbye, say, see you later, see you around, don't say goodbye, don't say goodbye, It sounded, uh, you know, like heaven. Oh, did it? <laughs> I was wondering gonna... how it sound with this microphone. I was like, is it, it like... Uh, you know what? And I hope through the recording, I just pray that it comes across as awesome as it sounded right then in these headphones. Oh, awesome. Because thank it, you. Uh, thank you. it sounded really good. That's that's one of my favorite... It's one of my favorite songs you guys have ever done, honestly. Like, I, I just... I really... I love that harmony. I love is that now what is your favorite song? I'll throw it to each of you on the album. Like what's your as far as like from a writing standpoint or performing standpoint? Well, yeah, there's there's a couple that stand out for like favorites for different reasons. Um, but when it came to figuring out what we wanted to name the album, um it's called In the In Between. That's the name of the song that I just it's my it's one of my favorite parts of the show um and it's definitely one of my favorite songs uh, yeah. we've ever written um but gosh there's just like i mean <laughs> so this this album is you know almost a decade in the making so we've got songs on here from less than a year ago and we've got songs on here from nine years ago yeah and so it's really hard to pick you know like stuff that i i really love we have a song called buckingham and nicks that i love yes. there's a <clears throat> there's a part there's a line in that song that says uh we built castles in the sand we knew would wash away but damn we built them anyway and like it just 
I, every time we sing the song, I feel like we're singing a cover. You know what I mean? Like, oh, we got to yeah, do yeah, the song yeah. justice. You know? I love this. And I'm like, I don't, you know, I those songs are special, you know. Yeah. Um, but gosh, I just love, I mean, not to, you know, talk ourselves up or anything. I think that's why we're here. We're here to talk ourselves up. I'm pretty up. sure when you do media, <laughs> right. you know. I'm just, you know, it was actually kind of hard to pick the songs for this record because I love them all so much uh, for, you yeah. know, and like, we're already thinking about the next album and um, I don't know how we're going to pick, like, you know, it's like, well, because the way tough. we find out what songs uh, that we love to do live, we mm. find that out by playing live. Yeah. And you're Time. like, okay, I don't know. I mean, honest to God, this was the easiest for just personally, um, album to to figure out what songs to put on just because and i obviously you know cb has her way of thinking about it too but i was like well let's just not make it more complicated than it is what songs go over best live yeah period you know what i mean like what that was our rule that was definitely our rule like there were songs that we love so much but maybe it just didn't for whatever reason it just wasn't the right time to record it you know it just wasn't resonating with people now we've got music where i'm like oh my gosh this has to come out people need to hear this song this song is so important you know i feel like everything has a time and a place right so that but this one this record because it was such a a live we wanted to capture what we did live you know we basically (laughs) recorded our set list that that's basically what we did like our yeah yeah and so yeah i love all the songs for different reasons but i i love in the in between because it's just um it's it's like a dainty i don't know it kind of reminds me of something we probably would have written at the beginning like when we first started out um so yeah it makes me i like that song yeah and well i think we've got to hear it no oh yeah well i think we've got to hear that First, I'll, I'll tell you uh, what my favorite is, and I agree with you, Luke. I, I think Don't Say Goodbye is probably my favorite, and um, for several different reasons, but the way the recording turned out was just such a good driving song. Yeah, and like, I love the way you know, we, did this we were talking about earlier where, you know, most nights I'm just driving the van or most days or whatever, and, uh, Cause there's nothing I love better than just driving and a good driving song, man, that, that goes right to my heart. And mm-hmm. I'll be damned if we didn't, we didn't have a driving song up until like a month before we went in to record the album. But I was like, we got to write one. <laughs> and so we wrote, don't say goodbye. And then two weeks after that, two weeks before we went into the album, we wrote in the in-between. Um, Cause we, I don't know, that was another, type of song we wanted but yeah well i love sad songs oh, yeah. uh, listen that's i mean i literally can't the best of i i will listen i will if i'm in a really good mood i want to listen to a sad song is Me that too. just you know what i mean it's just like maybe it's because i feel guilty because i'm in such a good mood i just want to feel bad i don't know what it is but i just this song when we when we finished it uh, or when we recorded it, I mean, when we were in the studio, I cried. I couldn't get through a take. When we were in the, um, when we were on stage, I used to tell everybody, you know, I used to apologize beforehand and say, <laughs> you know, I'm sorry if I can't get through this song just because, you know, 
that's that's the deal when you're in a band and you're playing your own songs you're gonna get emotional and if you don't get emotional then you're just you're doing something wrong (laughs) i don't know (laughs) but uh but i think you know i've grown a heart of stone over the years so uh, I won't cry this time. Probably. Don't cry on LBL. If you do cry on LBL, I mean, I'm here for it. We'll just isolate it and, and I'll change the title to this video. And so Luke Duncan in town or whatever, however, gonna, <laughs> however I'm going to title it to I made this woman cry. Luke, and it'll get a bunch of views. <laughs> Over Brandy Carlisle. Like yeah. I'll throw some real click baby stuff in there to get us a yes. bunch of views. <laughs> yes, yes. Fight with Brandy Carlisle brings on to it. All right. In the in between. And I want to do my David Letterman the performing their title track. Yes. From their new album. In the in-between. Here's town with In the In-Between. In the In-Between. Here we go. Sorry, I gotta remember. We haven't been on the road all year. I gotta all right, here we go.
that that deserved like an emphatic lots of people throwing roses and hotel keys and as Ray, yeah. Amen. Like, I mean that, that that's I was tough right there, guys. I I, I wasn't gonna cry. No, there's oh. cutting onions downstairs. Yeah. That's all yeah. it was. No, it was beautiful. I made it, it through. Right, look, I'm dry. Look, there's nothing going on. I love I love the harmony on that and I love the uh I love that whole that finger picking just that whole oh, progression. Man. It's just such a good melody, man. That that well that's how that thing how it started. How it started. We beautiful. had um hooked up with a, a buddy of ours who lived down in Atlanta named Levi Lowry, who's another great songwriter. Yeah. Wrote like um Colder Weather for Zach yes. Brown and all that. And uh, we just got a hankering. It was like two Januarys ago. We were like, hey, dude, or I guess last January. Mm-hmm. And uh, said, hey, dude, uh, what are you doing? Uh, you care if we just come down, you know, right? Because we're about to go into the studio next week or whatever. And he's like, yeah, come on. So it was raining. It was miserable. You know, it was January. And then you're driving to Atlanta, so it's like double miserable. And uh, so we get down there, and my brain is just fried. Uh, All this, and we go downstairs, and we're writing, and uh, I knew that I wasn't going to be much help personally because I couldn't think. I was like, I got this one guitar lick, and I have this song title from years ago. And actually, speaking to you, I think I sent you the original in between, in the in between, like nine years ago. I had written some like Stone Cold Country something, and I had texted mm-hmm. it to you, and it's totally weird. Really? You know what? I think I remember that because I think it was for a melody I was messing with. It, some, the, so, I think I remember the conversation, and, and it was it, it. it was some Stone Cold like country song that you know. I don't even think I even showed it to Stevie back then, but I had the title and I liked the title. And so we made it down there. It's like, guys, here's all I got. I got, I got this guitar <laughs> melody and I got this title. Y'all take run off with it. Mm-hmm. And they just, they killed it. And uh, yeah, it, that was a quick one. Yeah. That was well, quick. Cause I wasn't in the way. Well, you, <laughs> you set it up. I mean, you know, he set up the dominoes and then we just, Pushed him over. Basically. Do you think the best ones always come quick like that, though? Like just as far as, I, to me, the ones that I keep, I guess you know what I'm yeah. saying. The ones that I would play for somebody are the ones that I feel like take, or whether they they may take longer than they seem, but it just it seems easy if that makes yeah. sense. Sometimes yeah. you know oh, yeah. you don't have to force it. You know, when I sit down, oh, I want to write a song about this. Because yeah. I just feel like that's not you writing it. That's the yeah, whole that's other right. thing, you know. That's and a different so deal. When when that happens, and it's just so perfect that way, I always get this feeling of just like that's just that's just not me. That's mm-hmm. something else moving in me, and yeah. I mean that's just you know it doesn't happen very often. I'm glad it doesn't because boy would we be just spoiled, and I don't even know if it would be. You, I live for those moments. I do too. And so, yeah, like it is definitely, I just don't take credit. Now, if I, if I work for like a month on a song, that's all me. Okay. I know. <laughs> that is me tearing apart every good thing I probably ever had coming yeah. out of me and just messing everything up. Okay. But um, yeah, when it's just so pure and it just falls out, that's just a, 
that that's not a me thing well, or anything. There's actually there's another song on this record that is sort of a hybrid of both of those ways of writing. It's called Running Into You. <laughs> and we had uh we had written like the verses and all this stuff um like several months before. And we were like, oh, it kind of feels good. Like it could be a cool thing, but we didn't have really know what we were going to do with the chorus. And so we just kind of sat there and then it was just one day, but the chorus just was like, bloop. like I'm talking like five minutes and you're like, Oh, that's the chorus. And so you just like placed mm-hmm. it in there and it was done. So copy over, and paste. yeah, overall the song yeah. took like maybe three months or something, but it was like the good, the parts we kept mm-hmm. like all together maybe took 10 minutes, you know, that's where it's just awesome. like da, 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 da. Yeah. So, well, yeah. I would like to say whether it takes 10 minutes or 10 years to get a number one, I think you guys are, are going to do it. That's oh, for Lord, sure. We hope you're right. It's common, man. I, I do. I, I, it's just, it's everything musically right now. Guys, if you're listening to what's on the radio, these folks are doing that and then some. Go check <laughs> out town. Like these, I, I never understand. And I, I shouldn't say I never understand. Love what you love musically, but like sometimes you got to get a little outside of what you get told. Hey, this is your 10 artists you can listen to. There are so many great artists out there, independent artists like John and Stevie. They're out there working hard, trying to make a living. And you hear how hard it is to put these albums together and live in a van. These struggles that they go through. Go buy a damn album. Yes. Go buy a T-shirt. Tell them everywhere they can find it, digitally and otherwise. Okay, so I always recommend go to our website. Okay. It's townmusic.com, T-O-W-N-E music.com. And, you know, definitely get we're, – we're doing a thing right now um, where when you buy the record um, – a physical copy, I don't, not so much, not the digital download, but a physical copy of the record. Uh, we send you out like a guitar pick, a town guitar pick. You get lyrics, a, hand, a handwritten lyric. Um, so, you know, we try to personalize it as much as oh, possible yeah. to, to show our gratitude for, for the support. That's awesome. Um, and so that's going on. Definitely do that. You know, we're on Spotify and we're on uh, all the everything, all the everythings, whatever whatever streaming platform you listen to we're on it um but the best way to support uh musicians right now is to buy the album a physical, yeah, physical copy and okay. um, so we we would just just really appreciate that and i just can't thank you enough luke for letting us get on here and well, it was and, my uh, pleasure trust me your face i mean oh no so it's just been so long and you know i i still get I get giddy like when I do inter- when we do interviews first I'm like well I'm I'm doing an interview talking about music that we wrote like that's just so cool and you know when I was a little girl all I ever wanted to do was this so I'm gonna cry. <laughs> you made her. You yes. done, you I got my, I got my clickbait right there. That's all I needed. Yeah, hang on. Let me. I'm gonna do this so I can edit it. Yeah, take that. TV. Don't ever treat John like that again. <laughs> well, I, you know I, what I mean. Like, people, I, I get I it. Probably took it for granted. Like, I mean, we're 
we're still at the beginning, even though we've done so much, you know, 10 years, you're still, you're always at the, the, the beginning, you know? And, I, listen, I, I get it. I mean, I never thought, I mean, my life's gone a million different ways, but I truly I had two loves growing up. One was fishing and one was, was music. And my dad gave both of those to me, but I mean, he's playing me John Hyatt stuff when I'm a kid and I got into writing poems when I was like nine, you know, because I was listening and I didn't play an instrument. So, but I would write all this just rhymey, whatever. Yeah. And they were songs. I didn't know it then, but they were songs, you know? And then as I got older, like, so it's always been a big love for me. So now to get to combine the two, to not only do this and get to talk to friends like you guys, I get to share my music like this now, not necessarily like I, it's, I'm with you. Trust me. Every day I'm like, this is so bizarre. Like anytime somebody messages me, I'm like, hey man, I found you've got an album. Like right. I didn't realize that. And you're like, I'm like, absolutely. So, but this past week I spent uh with my buddy Shannon here. He brought his recording gear and we recorded uh a few songs, a few new yeah, songs. I saw there. that. I can't wait to awesome. hear it, dude. We're uh, I'm I'm excited because like you said, I put that thing out in like 13. I've been writing ever since off and on, but then as we're in here. I had a couple things I'd been working on, and he's like, whoa, 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 what was that? Yeah. I sat in the chair in front of the microphone and wrote an entire, like, little lyrics to something I've been, and it just happens, and I'm like, whoa, he goes, dude, that's the one, and and so it's it's so exciting to be, you know, I'll never say I'm a musician because you guys are musicians. I'm a hacker, but but I love to write, and I love that I get the opportunity to, uh, to share it with folks, so. Oh, and if right. one person cares or a hundred thousand, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Right? It just it means it 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 means something and everything. It end. does. It's your heart and soul. Yeah. yeah. So I I thank you guys and I hope you will have an awesome Christmas and I hope I never make you cry again, Stevie, because I, I didn't like that. No, I just I'm just, uh, yeah. And oh, once I start talking, yeah, it doesn't. I want to say it doesn't take much, but that's just such a lie. I don't <laughs> well, it might not seem like it takes much, but it all builds I, up. Yeah, I have. Up. I put this big wall up, you know, like around my heart, and I'm like, <laughs> I can take it. I'm good. I got no feelings, Tough and then girl. all it takes is just a little puncture, just like, like the smallest thing. little, the sweetest sweet. little thing, and then here it comes. Yeah. Floodgates. Yeah, floodgates. floodgates. Yeah, my eyelashes are falling off. <laughs> <laughs> well, you low lifers listening to this, be sure to go follow Town at Town Music, correct? On Instagram, yes. Facebook, yes. Twitter. Keep all up the, all with the everything. And John does his quarantine updates and he's oh, yeah. wood and he's, I, I could tell Steve, he's like, John, what are you doing? What are you oh, doing oh I've, got an, uh, I've got I a, love it. I've got to do update tonight and. <laughs> On the newest episode, uh, my stepdad's dog bit me almost in the wiener, and so I've got a picture of my leg where he bit me. So yeah, so there you go. That's yeah, something yeah. to look forward to, right something there. To look forward to. If you're listening, the latest update of potential wiener biting incident. Yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm there for it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, town. Thank y'all. Thank you. Merry Thank Christmas. Thank you. Mwah town i'm so grateful that they agreed to do that they're busy 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 and uh it's a crazy crazy time and and you know zoom is less than perfect my audio on zoom always sucks and i'm trying to get to the bottom of that but i appreciate their patience in doing that that took a little bit to set up there with the 
fine folks from town and been knowing them for a long time, like I said in the interview and I said before, just some of my favorite people, man, and I pull for them every single day. And uh, they've written some songs that are hits and they've just not fallen on the right ears, in my opinion. They, they've got several of those that are just big songs and they work so, so hard at their craft in uh, performing live and writing songs and really cool to have them on. And for me, I, I, I hope it comes through. My passion for music is just as strong as my passion for bass fishing and the music industry. Uh, you know, I, I keep up with it kind of like I do the fishing industry. So want to do more and more of that. Be sure to comment below whether you liked it or not. Let me know. Thumbs up, thumbs down. And if you like John and Stevie, you like what they got going on, make sure you go check them out. Make sure you go download a song. Make sure you get on their website. Buy a dang t-shirt. Support them. Buy a bumper sticker. Buy a hat. I don't know. I don't know what all they got for sale over there. But go check it out. Uh, Town Music, absolutely fantastic. Good people, and you are representing hard work whenever you support somebody like that. That is for sure. Thank you so much for tuning in to every LBL, every LD, and the MC. I certainly appreciate it. And actually, I have to pinch myself about every day that this is even reality to get to do this because I'm having way too much fun. I mean, if you couldn't tell in that interview, I'm, I was just giddy to uh, to get to, to bring you all that. And uh, hope you enjoyed it. Hope you enjoyed it. Be sure we're coming up on the holidays. I, I know it's a rough time for a lot of us out there that are missing loved ones, that's for sure. And uh, make sure to hug your mama, hug your daddy. Make sure to do that. I'm going to take you out on that note of that music thing. going to take you out with a little Bluxy Blues, as we always do. Got some new music coming. Woo, Shannon Wheeler sent me the first mixes of it. Can't wait for you all to hear it. And I uh, hope you all have a great uh, weekend. We'll see you Monday with some daggum LBL. It's going to be a good one, I promise. And until then, I'll see y'all next time. Make it last. Spanish moss and Civil War ghosts. Well, I'm going to leave them in the past. Any direction, Lord, I'll be fine. It don't matter east or west. North, south, wherever the wind blows, I'm leaving those burdens in rest. This highway, it does not know my name, and I don't care, no, I don't care. Heading my way for another place, and I got three good tires and a spare. Just a white line gypsy getting out of Mississippi with just enough gas to get there. Mondays, head offshore with Captain Scott Walker and Steve Roger for breathtaking deep sea adventures. Coming to me, coming to me, coming to me. Double. He's jumping, he's jumping, he's jumping. Oh! oh. Look at Ooh. that belly. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue. Brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Tell a few fish stories along the way. On Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. 
Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery. Waypoint TV.